Okay, turn with me in your Bibles, please. Uh, I'm excited for a number of reasons about today. But turn with me to Mark chapter 12. And uh, this is the first of a, a new short series called The Final Phase. And um, we're just, uh, I'm trying to find the words, here we go. And uh, we're just excited because uh, we're sensing that it's time to move on again. And, you know, we've had some fun this summer. And we're going to have more fun this winter. But the, uh, uh, you know, the whole business of, of learning to trust God, you know, for, for car keys and for finances and, and realizing that he's not distant and far away and busy with important things, he's actually busy with us. He's, a great, he's big enough to be busy with the big things. He's busy, but he's with us. God is with us. And the whole message of Christmas is that God is with us. God is with us. He's not abandoned us. So if you're visiting for the first time, Irene, anyone else, and we always have lots of visitors here, you're possibly wondering what you've walked into. But take this one away with you. God is with us. And his eye is upon you. And his heart is softly and kindly disposed towards you. And it's because of that that we can trust him. As we're fond of saying, God's faithfulness in the past gives us faith for the future. Okay, Mark chapter 12 then. This is a familiar passage to many of us because we've looked at this a number of times. And I want to, I, I want to remind us today. This is, this is, you know, in the scriptures it says, Remember God's works to you and that which you have been taught. Remember these things, says Paul. Otherwise you're like someone who looks in the mirror and walks away and forgets what you look like. We have to, from time to time, recall the lessons that we've learned so that we can build. And so God builds his character in us. And so uh, Mark chapter 12, beginning at 41, says this. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Make no bones about it. Jesus was watching as we gave our offering for the church, as we gave that offering to Irene, and his smile is upon us. And his smile is upon us. Bless you. And it's upon us all, because we're community, we're family. Some could give, some couldn't give. We're community. Anyway, so it goes on. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. And many rich people threw in large amounts but a woman, a poor widow, came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she out of her poverty put in everything, all she had to live on. She was truly trusting God with everything, therefore Jesus commanded her. Now, bless her heart, as she hobbled forward, uh, you know, a poor widow, she may have been saying, I'm embarrassed. I wish I could give more, Lord, I, I, but, but this is all I've got now. Uh, but you can have it, Lord. You know, she, there was a script playing, but actually God's smile was upon her because it's sacrificial giving that God loves. It's, he doesn't despise any kind of giving, but it's sacrificial giving. And we have, over the years, as, as we began with nothing, We've seen God just uh, come through time and time again, and the tool he's used is your sacrificial giving. 
We don't do bring and buy sales, jumble sales, car boot sales, or any other kind of sale like that. We just ask God to put our, lay upon our hearts as we give for special projects, and we're going to be launching a special project next week. He gives us the grace to make sacrifices. And that's why these gifts are so precious to God. And I honestly believe it's something to do with the favor that is upon us as well. Make no bones about it. Uh, you know, we, we, there is favor in this place. And it is wonderful. It is wonderful. And I think part of it, it's all about God, but part of it is the way we've responded to God in, in the sacrifices we've made. Okay, let me just run through, uh, you know, so, so really we're talking about being beyond charity. Beyond charity. And, um, you know, charity is a wonderful thing. And this nation is a charitable nation. We have a reputation for giving. You know, we've got a plethora of little charities and big charities, and we give regularly. And the reason why, you know, having mentioned daytime television, the reason why daytime television is just full of appeals by one national charity after another is that it works. We give. We are a people who give. Some nations just think that's absolutely incredible. It's just not part of the culture to give. You know, you can, in, in two-thirds countries, not everyone, but many of them, you can walk past a starving child and not give it a second thought. It's not just, it doesn't even occur to pick up that child and comfort that child. But that's more difficult with us, you know. We, we like to present this sort of hard, fast, sort of kind of exterior, a, a nation of, you know, a, a playing with the big boys, you know, the G20 and all the rest of it. We want to appear hard and tough in our Brexit negotiations, but actually there's a soft side to this, this nation of ours, this wonderful community where we are moved and we do put ourselves out for those who are less fortunate than ourselves, and the, none more so than the church. So let me just give you, uh, you know, in, in, a, in June I, I did a series, part of a series we were doing then on stewardship, and I did a real breakdown of of giving there, and, and I listened to it the other day, or I looked through the notes the other day, and I think it's pretty good. It's probably as much as I want to say about giving these days. Uh, and that's on, I think, June the 4th and June 11th, uh, the talks there. If you look at the podcast, if you want to catch up or remind yourself, I do, I do think that with, with the support of my team, we did a good job there, so do check that one out. But just a couple of highlights from it. You know, seven reasons for giving. I, I said this, I said that you know, giving restores our relationship to God as stewards. You know, one of the things that we've really been impacted with this year is this whole business of stewardship. That we're here for a purpose and we're here to care for God's people uh, and the world. And indeed, we're gonna do a major series in about three weeks on caring for the environment. Looking forward to that, watch out for that one. Giving reminds us that all things come from God. We're only giving back to God what he has given us. Giving allows us the opportunity to express gratitude to God. You know, uh, God loves gratitude. It, it, it acknowledges the fact that he is our creator and we are the created beings. Excuse me. And uh, so gratitude and humility are, are qualities that he wants to see in his people. And, uh, and, that, and that spirit of compassion. I mean, we're, we had a fascinating meeting this week about... Not, uh, about developing our family care center next door. Uh, now, I'm not talking about the building, we'll be talking about the building very shortly, but, but I'm talking about the, the, the ministries 
that we are already developing there and seeing ourselves developing next year. I mean, it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be outstanding. People are going to be talking about it because it is just a, a wonderful vision under the leadership of, of uh, Heather Ryan and uh, Cal Cahill uh, and Kev Nash heading that up. It's just outstanding, the vision, and, and, and I can really see us doing it. It's very exciting. We had, I think I mentioned this, Anne Main, our, our MP, came down a couple of weeks ago, and she said, you know, your reputation goes far, you know, far and wide. And I, I said, well, uh, if we just get on and do what we're doing, uh, we, 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 we hope that people appreciate what we're doing. And they're beginning to see what they're doing, but we just want to give glory to Jesus, right? Yep. Give the Lord a clap, you know, give the Lord a clap. So, uh, you know, giving uh, gives us an opportunity to express gratitude to God. Giving establishes the, the, the trust that releases God's blessing. It positions us. People don't realize this. They, they, you know, the thing that, that, that is, is a real power point is that when we yield to God, we position ourselves for his blessing. Now, God, it says in the scriptures, you know, let's the rain pour on the righteous and the wicked alike. Now, you may not be all that blessed by that, but in some nations, that's a great comfort to know that there is going to, you know, the drought's going to break. God does not discriminate, but he has a soft spot for his children. You know, I, I, I don't want to come across as the, the grandfather who just is a big, soft jelly bean when it comes to his grandkids, but as far as little Sonny is concerned, my youngest grandson, I mean, that kid can do no wrong. <laughs> that kid can do no wrong. We took him to Aldi's on Friday. Don't take young children to Aldi's, that's all I can say. Uh, learned the lesson there, but actually it was very good. It was just, but, but I, I, you know, I, just as, you know, we are made in God's image. And as a parent, and I know sometimes parenting is difficult, and sometimes with new babies it takes a while for parents to bond with their baby. I know about that. My first child, you know, uh, I, I remember sitting at the bottom of the stairs with Fliss feeding upstairs, just brought her back from the hospital, and there was this big old Labrador we had called Caesar. And I looked at him and I said, we're in trouble now, son. <laughs> it took me a little while to uh, bond to this new baby. But it happens, and uh, now, you know, with, with my grandchildren, I, I realize God's taught me over the years that actually what I feel for them, the love I feel for my family, and the fact that I would, you know, I'd like to say I'd take, would take a bullet for them is what, what God has done for us. Jesus went to the cross for us. He took a bullet for us. That's how he feels towards us. That's how he feels towards his family. And so... Uh, Giving, uh, because God is at heart a giver. You know, as we begin to you know, grow up in the family business and be like Jesus and we find ourselves being generous even when we can't really afford to be generous sometimes, as we are generous, so we find ourselves being positioned for God's blessing. And the blessing keeps coming. And it's just wonderful. It's awe-inspiring. Uh, carrying on, uh, you know, it got, giving is liberating. We talk about it breaking a spirit of poverty. You know, and every now and then I feel like we're getting a bit stiff. And uh, you know, I say to one of our, my, my team, I say, you know, we need to break that spirit of poverty. Well, one of the ways we do it is we, 
is we do this thing, there's a number of things. We, you know, when, if you're getting a bit too anxious about the money, give a bit of money away, it'll break something in you. May not be, need, needn't be a lot. You know, you may say, good grief, without this £1.50, I haven't got a bus fare. You know, well, get up a bit early and walk and give that £1.50 away. It'll break something in you. It puts money in its place. If we don't master money, it will master us. It's the way it works. If you don't master money, it will master us. So uh, uh, giving builds community. Wasn't that a good feeling when we were blessing Irene there? I just love to see the way you're all coming up. And there's just something wonderful about it. It builds community. And it's, it, it's counter culture. It's not what is happening in our community. I mean, without making any judgments, although you can guess what I might feel about it and think about it, you know, this, the, the, we are seeing, this week we had 81 clients in our compassion center. And the, uh, it's going up and up. You know, we had 35 kids at our make lunch during the holidays where parents who normally have their children fed by the school came to us because they, they, are, they were struggling and, and really appreciated us making lunch for them because the budget wasn't stretching quite as far. You know, we, we have a, a society which has the trappings of com compassion at a political level, but all too often it doesn't look like that. At grassroots, people are kind and people are generous. But sometimes it doesn't appear like that, particularly if you're a single mom trying to raise three kids and it's the holidays. What am I going to do with these kids? You know, we, uh, and we are becoming, God is sensitizing us to those things. Uh, it's not just about knowing about them, it's just like, well, uh, what can we do about that? And so, yeah, we, we find that God builds community in us as we, as we are generous towards one another as we take care of our, uh, each other, but also as we take care of others too. And finally, giving invites us to invest in eternity. You know, Jesus said, don't lay up treasure in this life where moth and rust destroy, but instead, send it on. You know, pay it forward. Be generous in this life, and you are storing up treasure in heaven. And so there is an eternal, uh, an eternal sense of all this. There is an eternal dynamic in all of this, which does us good. Because sometimes, and I've, I've said this frequently, I get worried that these days Christians aren't, aren't um, heavenly, aren't enough, aren't heavenly minded enough. You know, we're not just another wing of the social services, even though we're doing all of this stuff. We are doing this because we are Christ followers. And he is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And he's coming again. And, and, and you know, we here want to first and foremost make Christ known. And we will take every opportunity and do whatever we can to make Christ known. We want to intrigue people by our compassion. Why are you doing this, they say. And some of you now are in our, our congregation. Why are you doing this? And it begins a journey and it begins a softening the heart. Uh, and God comes in with his upside down kingdom, which is about giving and serving rather than trying to score points off your mate or your colleague or get that promotion rather than another. You know, so it's, it's all part of that community building. So this is, you know, this is beyond giving, beyond giving. And as I said in, in July, uh, June rather, you know, there are three ways that we give, and these are biblical ways, and I just want us to be clear about this. 
There is the, the, the gift that, we, that just takes care of business. It helps us to do all the things that we need to do just to keep going, you know. Um, Phyllis and I were talking to our, uh, fin- uh, our pension advisor, and he was saying, do you realize it's going to cost you something like, I don't know, 1,200 pounds a month to, to survive? What, what did you say? 1,000 pounds, wasn't it? I can't remember. We wish I'd been paying attention, you know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they know how much it costs, you know, just to, just to do what we do. And so we have to do what we have to do here. I mean, this is a big plant, 55,000 square feet, if we count the first floor as well, and we've got plans for all of it. You know, we have to take care of business. And that's what the tithe is there for. You may have heard of tithes and, you know, tithes and offerings, 10%. Of, it's the first fruits. Biblically, it's the first fruits. You know, you give the first fruits of what God gives you. Typically, in, a, in, a, in an agricultural society, you know, Harvest Festival, we've just had a wonderful gift from one of the schools. In fact, many of the schools give us food for our food bank. And it's there. The, and in fact, we had a church, a St. St. Holy Trinity Frogmore, if you're listening, God bless you, thank you. They brought their harvest festival to us. And that's a, re- you know, that's a throwback to a, a, an agrarian culture where you, know, you gave the first fruits. But just think about that. You know, come, the, you know, come the spring and the summer, your stocks are going down. You know, you're, getting, you're, you're beginning to get a little concerned. And you're beginning to pray, oh, God, may the harvest be good because we're running out of grain, we're running out of this, we're running out of that, running out of the other. And then the harvest comes and you think, oh, thank God, we're going to be okay this year. And what do you do? You don't just sort of dive into it and and consume crazily. You give the first of it to God. That's pretty amazing. That in itself shows faith. That in itself is is an acknowledgement that all things come from God and of his own do we give him. So it's a wonderful thing. So the tithe, which I know many people misunderstand, is 10% of your income. And, uh, you know, uh, we give that, and that takes care of business. But then beyond that, there are two other ways of giving that Scripture refers to. One is called, the second one is called the acts of righteousness. And it's a little bit like what we've done there, but actually that isn't the same thing. That's more of an offering, but it's a little bit like that. It's when you hear that a friend of yours or somebody in the family even, or, or a neighbor is struggling, and, and you feel prompted to, you know, uh, to, to do something good for them. And, and, you know, it's not a tithe, it's, it's just a, an act of kindness. You know, you maybe put a little bit of money in an envelope and slip it through the door and run away before that person can see. And, and actually doing those kind of things with an, an air of, uh, 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 with a certain amount of anonymity is, is a lovely way of doing it. Scripture really commends that, you know. So if you're going to bless someone, try and do it secretly so that all they can do is thank God. They don't give you lots of stroke. Oh, wow, you know, you're so kind. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know whether I can. Oh, my gosh. That's, uh, you know, all of that, you know, some people relish and all that kind of thing. You bring on the love, bring on the love. But the truth of the matter is that what Scripture says, you know, forego that, thank you very much, you know. Just make the gift. You know, take that freshly baked cake, put it on the doorstep, ring the bell, and when you think someone's coming to the door, then run away. <laughs> Don't put it on the doorstep, ring the bell, and walk away, because the cat might eat it. But um, wait until someone's come on. So that they, what is this? What is this? What is this thing, you know? 
and, and you know, there's something about doing those kind of things. You know, Fliss and I just wriggle with delight when we get the opportunity to do that kind of thing. And it's an act called an act of righteousness. It's just because you're, God is at work in your heart and you want to bless and you want God to get the glory so you contrive to make it so that you can bless that person without you being the hero. Sometimes you have to be the hero because there's just no other way of contriving to happen. But if you can do it in secret, do it in secret. Why not? Give God the glory. And there's the third thing. The third thing is, is the offerings. We talk about tithes and offerings. You know, those, those kind of occasions where the community of God comes together and pulls together in order to take things forward. You know, you, you, you read in the scriptures about the building of the, the temple and, you know, the, the, just the, the resources that were brought together for that. And then later on when they had to rebuild the temple or when they were building the wall around Jerusalem, the people of God at particular times are called together to make an extra and a special offering in order to do that which God wants them to do. And again, that, that, you know, if, you, if, God has, you know, if God has blessed you with resources, well, then that's exactly, that's a great time. This is your moment to shine. God has blessed you with resources. You can, you can give to that, and, and, and that's fine. You don't you know, make a big noise about it, but you can give to that and do that as quietly as possible. But for some of us, you know, we're not, we, we haven't got inflated bank balances. In fact, there's nothing in the bank. In fact, you just made it to payday, or maybe you didn't make it to payday, and you're wondering how you're going to feed the kids this week, in which case we can help you with that through our compassion ministries. But the, what, I'm, what I'm saying here is that when we come to these special events, you know, we can all make a sacrifice. We can all make a sacrifice. Um, I, I, I wish I had it with me. I'll have to get it for the second service, but... One of my staff came into my office this week and gave me two bags of, of coins. And I said, thank you very much. What's this? And they said, well, uh, our daughter was saving up for a rabbit. And uh, God blessed her with a rabbit from a friend. And so uh, she said she wanted to give this money, this money to the final phase. So bless her heart. So we've, the, 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 you know, we've got some rabbit money now, you know. <laughs> And uh, it's just, you know, these kind of, these little things. You know, we've got stories of, you know, just to, just to do that side of the development, stories of people, you know, giving up holiday money, you know, saying, well, I'll go, I'll go to Bogner instead of Biritz, you know, and uh, here's the money. And stories like that. And then just simple things, you know, a story of somebody saving up for a fireplace, a new electric fire thing. And... Uh, we, we, they said, you know what, I've had the old one for the last 12 years. I guess it'll last another couple, so here's the money. You know, just lovely things like that, little stories. Um, somebody going out without, without beer for a week, and, uh, oh, we made a lot of money that way. And um, <laughs> that was quite a, quite a successful one. <laughs> uh, I'm teasing. But, you know, um, we make little sacrifices. And, and we found, you know... Um, uh, one mum, you know, bless her heart, really struggling. The, the, a treat in the month was to go, um, please don't judge, but was to take the kids to McDonald's and have a happy meal. I mean, every kid loves those, you know. You just got to accept it. But as a family, the kids just decided we, we want to give the money to the church. We won't go and have the happy meal this month. I mean, oh my gosh. Does that bless God? Or does God say, well, oh, that's not very much money? You better believe it blesses God. You better believe it. 
So that's why these things build community, enable us to do the great things, because God blesses that. He loves that kind of thing. And it's, it's as much about an attitude as it is about anything else. Well, next week, we're going to be launching the final phase with some hoo-ha and fanfare and all the rest of it. We're going to be telling you all about it. Uh, we're going to be developing the first floor next door. We've always planned on doing that. Uh, and uh, I, I'm not going to... Uh, you know, if I was doing this properly, I would tell you how much we need to raise and why we're going to raise it. I'm going to do all of that next week because all I really want to do today is remind you of God's goodness to you. You've seen God's goodness. You've heard about God's goodness. You've been reminded of what the scriptures say. So I really encourage you just to go, go leave this place with an attitude of gratitude. That's a little denism, which is great. You know. uh, leave with an attitude of gratitude. And just thank God for all the goodness he has to you and prepare yourself, pray, so that when we, when we begin the ask for the, for the developing of the next door, you're, you're not in a kind of, oh, I don't know whether I can do that. You're in that place where, okay, uh, this is scary, but Lord, I, I just soften my heart so that I can do what you want me to do because I know if I do that, if I'm faithful and I'm grateful, I know you're going to bless me. And we all get blessed then. Okay? Let me just pray. Let's have the band up. Boy, have I used up the time this morning. Why don't we just stand? Father, would you break that spirit of poverty over us? And Lord, for any of us, and it can, it, can, it can afflict both rich and poor alike, if money is mastering us rather than us mastering money, please would you just break that off us now. Break that off us, Lord God. We break every curse, Lord God. I'm just going to do a little bit of ministry along. I've just got some breath on that, so... If the band just give me a little background music here. Father, just come now, Holy Spirit. Bless you, Lord God. I want to say thank you. Father, would you please, would you come now? Would you, you, would you set us free? Set us free to be the people, the Christ-like people, the loving people, the generous people that you've called us to be. Maybe a people who have an eternal perspective, May we be a people that are longing to make Christ known, doing everything we can. May we be a people who are, are willing, it's not, not easy, but willing to step outside our comfort zone in order to make Christ known. Would you come now, Lord God, and would you bless us? Would you come against, uh, in Jesus' name, I just want to break off every spirit of fear, break off every curse, Break off every lying uh, lie that we've believed. Break off the effects, Lord God, of, 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 of poverty, real poverty, not pretend po poverty. The way that has fashioned us and the way we are. Break off the effects of wealth, those who've just, just had a lot and known, always known a lot and been in that fortunate place and yet it's become a curse to them. Just break that off them now in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for what you're doing in this place. It's all about you. It's all about being blessed that we might be a blessing. And we thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness to us. 
We have not always been faithful. I speak for myself, but you have always been faithful. And your faithfulness gives us faith for the future. And everyone says, Amen. 